0: Hello creative people, welcome to Creative Conversations. My name is Hollis Citron and we are so happy that you have chosen to spend your time with us. I am owner and founder of I Am Creative and Express Yourself Publishing and I am on a mission to expand the definition of creativity beyond a pencil and a paintbrush and to empower people, especially adults, to own their voices and talents that come in so many different forms. This space was created to talk to people with all different kinds of jobs, hobbies and interests, and to have conversations about experiences and perspectives all centered around three questions. How do you define creativity? How do you incorporate it into your life? And why do you think it's important? Then we have a free flowing conversation and we see where it goes. So I have had the opportunity to speak to so many. I've spoken to musicians, comedians, doctor, lawyer, wrestlers, Reiki masters, and entrepreneurs as young as 13. And these conversations explore the reality that creativity is not cute. It is necessary. People have defined creativity as that magic spark, how we show up in our life, imagination, basically all that we are and want to be, do, or have. So I believe from my heart that sharing these stories gives one the ability to expand their thinking, open themselves up for more self-expression, to feel more empowered, connected, and dare I say, happy. So my inspiring guest for today is Radhavi Riam. She is a spirit-based healer. She felt guided to leave behind an entrepreneurial business life to discover her life's calling. And through her self-healing, she recognized that her purpose is to assist others to break free from the code of human conditioning. Radavi supports others as she did for herself to live in inner peace in spite of their circumstances. In her practice, she has served over 3000 clients internationally. Radhavi, welcome to the space. I'm How so glad
1: help? I got here. <laughs> I am My so husband good. couldn't help me either because he said, I'm so sorry. I don't know about this, but and he's pretty savvy. So anyway, I'm so glad we're
0: here. (laughs) I am so happy you're here. So we'll just kind of take a breath before we dive in. So let's just take a deep breath in and be like. And breathe out. (sighs) Because I know technology can be stressful and um, learning something, learning something new, but. I know, I know. I'm okay now. I'm, I'm okay, Hollis. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. So then let's just dive right in with, before we get into the um, first official question, could you please uh, share a fun fact with us about yourself? A fun fact.
1: I am definitely not a techie person. (laughs) That's fun. And I, you know, you know, Holly, I really laugh at myself. I used to beat myself up and then I stopped one day and I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. That's not my calling. It doesn't mean I can't learn it. But for right now, stop self-judgment. And I finally um, came to a place of peace with it and opened because when you come to a place of peace, you're much more open to learn. So yeah, that's where I am.
0: So I'm just going to touch on this a little bit. I know we're going to go deeper into it, but how long did it take you to actually get to that point of peace? It's a big life lesson. Uh,
1: well, I'm at I'm at a place of peace. You know, but uh, I'm talking about techie. You want to know <laughs> other, yeah. in other other. Other things why I, when did I get to place a inner peace?
0: So to give like a, a general answer right now, we're going to dive into it more, but yeah, you said that you used to beat yourself up, but now you've gotten to a, a point where you can more so laugh at yourself and oh, yes. relieve yes. more self judgment. So yes,
1: because I didn't know how I'm online, I'm going into putting my business online and I felt I need to know lo- those things. Yeah. And I realized, you know what, you know what it is you do to serve other people. You don't know about this right now. So just let it go. Take a deep breath and go back to the place of peace that you've always lived in. So Mm -hmm. that's what happened.
0: Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Appreciate that very much. And that really just goes right to the title that I gave this, which is living in inner peace in spite of your circumstances. There you go. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Yeah.
1: And, you know, I didn't realize I forgot about that, but in spite of your circumstances, yes, that's exactly what
0: I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're going to dive into the first official official question, and then we're going to kind of see, we're going to learn more about you. So, Radivy, how do you define creativity? Creativity is outside the
1: mind. It's 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 in the world that is not yet seen. And so, creativity is not yet known until it's until someone opens up for
0: it. Ooh. So not yet known.
1: Not yet and- known
0: until someone opens up. Yes. And one opens
1: up in creativity in so many different ways. And you know, an artist, uh, a a singer, uh, a musician, uh, a healer. Mm -hmm. And I remember little kids, let's go back to when we were little children. And we had that curiosity about it. Our children have this curiosity, but because they're outside of their five senses, Mm. they are playing and they're creating at the same time. So I would say that it comes from, when I say outside the mind, uh, it comes from outside the five senses, Mm. beyond the five senses.
0: I love that. Um, The playing and creating at the same time, just the awareness of that. Yes. Yes. And the recognition of that. Yes, yes, yes. So, okay. So let's learn more about you. Now you refer to yourself as a spirit-based healer. Um, Could you please take us on a little bit of a ride of learning more about who you, who you are, who you've been and how you've gotten to where you are now.
1: Okay, so, um, as a little girl, you know, I was very uh, withdrawn. And I would, I use the word wounded. Because, and I'm I'm going to bring this to, to uh, let people remember what it was like to be a child. Mm -hmm. Innocent. We're so innocent. And we come here to just give love and open up to receive it back. (laughs) But when Mm -hmm. you're judged and when you're critiqued, that innocence in you closes down and you, you begin to have ideas about who you are based on what they said to you, the conditioning. And so we all have gone through that. And for me, It was very wounding because of my relationship with my mother was not a good thing. And um, without going into the details, how that started, but very, very young, before I was even born. Mm. Yeah, and so um, time goes by and in a mystical moment when I was in my late 30s, A mystical moment, I saw my little child in front of me and I did not want to see her because I had detached myself from my childhood. And um, it took three weeks, I would yell at her and I said, just go away, I don't want to see you. And finally, after three weeks, this creativity, i probably use that, said, I need to connect with her. There was a moment that something came up beyond my thinking, beyond my thoughts. You need to connect with her. And so when I did, and the, the, the way it happened, which is very important um, for this to clear the wounds and the traumas, must g- connect the, the emotions to the memories. And I had mm. not done that. So I went through a lot of healing and a lot of, and and when when those on unv- began to unveil those those wounds, I began to have a whole different um, way of seeing the world, and that's when I realized and I really understood about the human conditioning through my own personal experiences so that's what took me to the understanding that my soul came in to do exactly what i did for myself and that's the reason i came in to experience it that way
0: okay i'm going to interrupt you for one minute because i just want to have a clearer understanding too so when you had this magical moment, this mystical moment and this happened with your inner child and being able to see her and all of this at this time you weren't you did not know how to um uh, for lack of a better word right now to say fix you didn't know how to repair this yourself, correct you had to go to other no. people no, or did I have you no idea. <laughs> yeah yeah
1: so what so what happened is I need to connect with her, and I didn't know how to do it. So in my outer circle, you know, I have an inner spiritual circle, a little outer circle. I understand. I heard about this woman who did some different things other than massage. So I, I mean, she was the only person I knew who did something different. So I called her, mm-hmm. and, and I said, "You know, I want to connect my inner child with me." And she said. Oh, that's one of the things I do, and I just gasp. I had no idea people did that. It's so funny. <laughs> it's So funny. And so I went to her for one session, and that one session, because I was, I was very, you know, I was very intuitive. That one session, I realized it's the, the first thing that came up to to her that she asked me. What's what what was the first thing I thought of? I realized that these things I had hidden inside of me were the problems, why I was so withdrawn. And um, I began to cry and I realized I needed to get my emotions to my memories. And I went home and did just that and went through a lot of healing
0: yeah so yeah yeah yes yeah so you said connect your emotions to your memories which that's that's you know a big cleansing going on there
1: it's very necessary because when Uh my clients come to me there's something in my in me in my spirit that can easily touch them and it's not that they're trying to cry, I guess, who I am, you know, I had to integrate all that or had to experience it for myself. That people will release their emotions. Mm-hmm. And so it's yes, it's a deep, it's deep, but it's very effective. Yeah, I know that after so many years of supporting clients, you know, and um yeah, it's it's a it's a beautiful sacred journey to realize that the wounds that you carry is not about you. It's your innocence that's being hurt, and once you unveil that, this is where you get back to um, to who you the journey to getting back to who you are
0: and to live from inner peace. Hmm, when you word it that way, that is a really interesting, beautiful way to word that. When you said that the wounds you're carrying are not about you, because in human conditioning, of course we think, well, it's all about me (laughs) in a a sense, like this happens because of this, or we can blame outside circumstances, but it often kind of comes back to us as being the core. But when you just worded it by saying, it was your innocence being hurt, meaning I guess going back to childhood. Yes, it's acknowledging that, and um, mm-hmm. would you say coming to terms or repairing that?
1: Oh God, yes. You know, I you know I, I do um, soul retrieval with because that aspect that is carrying the wounds is not the adult self, but the adult is going into a lot of um, mental confusion and a lot of stuff because that emotion that is unresolved is still being carried by the adult. So when they come to me, it's really easy because you know I brought in my own medicine back to from my own past and very easy for me to look under the hood. so I mm-hmm. take them to into into you know they're going to take me actually I just guide them and find the place where the deep one of the deepest pain lies and believe me Hollis when they get back there and the way in which I guide them and the memories comes it's no longer the adults that's feeling it they begin to see and they begin to have the memories and to see how, what really happened to them, because the adults cover it over, and they have a, they have some opinion about it, or maybe they don't remember, or they don't yeah. want to remember. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so, to me, it's one of the most beautiful moments. That when uh, a client <clears throat> can get back to this emotional memories and clear it. What happens after that is that the memory may still be there after the healing, but it doesn't carry the charge. And finally, it slowly, slowly fades away with many. It's no longer carried the importance in their
0: lives. Hmm. Yes. Gosh, everybody! Don't isn't this what we want? I mean, I, I that word when you said it just kind of gave me goosebumps. When you said it doesn't carry the charge, it's really meaning true. carry the importance. That is that's really powerful.
1: Yes, and and the thing is, too, Harley, it's it's through my own personal experiences that I know and I understand how it works for other people, because there's no difference between my emotions and someone else. The only difference is the story. What happened Mm -hmm. to them was different from me, but we carry all those emotions. And, and, And so it's really, you know, compassion. I have a compassion and a deep understanding when I see people who are, Even having bad behaviors or even distress or easily upset about things or be afraid or concerned about what's going on in this crazy world now. Yeah. It's a reflection of what is
0: unresolved inside. So let's find out a little bit more about, I'm curious to learn more about you in this way and for the listeners to hear more in when I read your bio, it said you felt guided to leave behind an entrepreneurial business life to discover, to kind of go into this life's calling. What was that entrepreneurial business or businesses that you had prior to this? You know, I I grew up in a mom and pop store shop Mm
1: -hmm. and I had a calling. So when I was six years old, Hollis, I started to do business. You know, we had a, I think it was a tomato tree, I'm six. And yeah. it would be full and I would go into a container and pit them and sell them. At <laughs> six years
0: old. And this yes. wasn't, this wasn't your parents' business. This was you doing it on your own. Oh, me doing it. Nobody told me. Yeah. So
1: it, I had a calling in me to, to do that. And so I, um, <laughs> I, I began to have that feeling and then I got married and started the business that still goes on now today. Mm-hmm. And it was a pharmacy and it did very well and still doing very well. I'm no longer part of it. Mm-hmm. And um, and so business became natural for me. And there was something else I created, can't remember. And then I'm not from the United States, I'm from another country and I'm, f- I'm from one of the islands. And so when I moved here, uh, um, we had bought a business, a home for the elderly and I would work in, in, the, in there and I understood and I, that's the place where I got to have my heart and connect to the business. It's not about profit; It was about service. And they became like my children. I just really cared for these people. And that was another part of my soul's journey. So from that, I moved into doing um, helping people, serving people when they're not doing well, because all those elderly
0: people, they needed a lot of attention. Yeah. How old were you when you, um, were in that space? When, curious, mean- with, with, with the, um, yeah, with the, um, elderly, elderly. yes. Thank you. Sorry. My brain just yeah, went no, blood no, for a minute. No, okay.
1: I was, I was in
0: my late thirties because the way you just said is you said they were your children um so i was curious how old yeah
1: because it's my heart
0: you know it was my heart that felt
1: that compassion for them Mm -hmm. even even now i'll see people and i just feel that's one of my children and i may have been down that many lifetimes but I've met many people, many young people that I feel, you know, that's my son or that's, that's my daughter. Mm -hmm. So there's a mothering in
0: me, Carlos. I think that's what it says.
1: You know, there's a mothering in my heart.
0: Yes. So that would be different than being empathic. Correct.
1: Uh, Well, true. Absolutely. You're correct because my soul's blueprint has that mothering energy Mm -hmm. and also in addition to that i'm very empathic in addition to that i I, I, unknown to me when i was a little girl i was a highly sensitive person yeah so i was feeling everything
0: Mm -hmm. yeah yes Uh, I just want to recap for a minute and welcome those that are here with us live. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate you. We're talking all creativity and defining it. Uh, My incredible guest, Radhavi Riam is we are finding out how she defines creativity and about her life journey. So I'm just kind of taking a breath for a minute because um, I want to, before we get into the second question to even learn more about you. Let's touch on again on this topic, uh, this title. In getting to the space of inner peace, how do you guide people when their circumstances may not seem so peaceful? The reason, you know, and I
1: don't want people to feel that I'm criticizing them, but from my own years of experience and from my own personal experience, the reason why we are so concerned by what's going around us is because it's reflecting some unprocessed issues that we have. Now, when we get to a place of inner peace, I'm not saying we would not have a feeling, but it would not last. It would not take us to bed, and it would we not, would not wake up in the morning feeling the same thing. It's a human emotional feeling to feel disturbed, but it does not
0: last. Mm-hmm. That's a difference. Hmm. So it's this acknowledgement that it, it. I know it's a. a going back and in in the longer term, it's going back and um, finding what those pinpoints, what those wounds are um, from the inner child. But then it's also realizing that um, this too shall pass. Is that correct? Yes.
1: And, and, And you know, once a person goes through releasing some of those wounds, I think they begin to understand. It was very important to me. That my clients would understand something beyond the healing, you know, it's it's like um, so. You see, this is the reason why you would look at these things like this. This is the reason why all those things have affected you in the way it did, and it's so important for me that they understand. And so, once those some of those wounds are unveiled, people. Have a better grasp hmm. on whatever is going around in their lives or out in the world. They really do, and they begin to learn and to understand that.
0: Yes. Oh, how freeing is that!
1: Yes, you know, <laughs> I, I I
0: was thinking, I had a
1: client. And I worked with her. Oh, you know, she was very wounded. She was from another country, and she was like she was like a daughter to me. I, I she, even today, she still calls me Mother Radhavi. Mm-hmm. and she she went through a lot of deep healing, and you know, she would tell me she would see people meet people who she could see used to be like her. And Mm -hmm. she would have something wise to say to them, to help them. Mm -hmm. So when we we heal ourselves, we are not there open to serving other people. It's a beautiful journey when we look at it like that.
0: Yes. God, isn't that amazing? It's so true. It's can completely relate. That when you, when you've wounded, when you've gotten to that space of healing and that separation and that expansion, and then you see it in someone else. And then you're like, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. Several people would tell me, oh my God, I just saw somebody who was, who used to be like me (laughs) and you know, I wanted to say also, we are all here in a soul's journey. And the soul is here to learn, grow and evolve. But sometimes we're stuck in the learning. So we get trapped in the wounds and then learning, you know, we're here to learn and and evolve. And so when we go through our healing, this is the next step is it's natural an evolution starts to happen. And the beautiful thing is make if, for us to get back to that circle of when we were first here as an innocent child. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we just remember what we are and who we are, we can see how passionate and, and um, it is and how determined we could be to heal those so we can get back to the innocence of ourselves and I know that's true and I know it can
0: get back to the innocence.
1: Yes. It's the innocence that that has been covered over and abused with with unpleasant words. I have to call that abuse. That really hurts
0: the essence of our being. (laughs) Hmm. It's so interesting because as you say that, um, I immediately, you know, when people hear hear the word, I should speak for myself, when you hear the word innocence, you think childlike. And in adulting, in this process of adulting, we think that we don't want to be innocent. We want to, you know, um, be known for something or, you know, however you want to word that. But with this idea of the way that you're saying it is so exactly true. It's getting back to the innocence. It's like within the creative process of, uh, you know, when I speak with, when I help clients to get out of their own way, it is, it's exactly that. It's it's ca- reconnecting with this um, play, with this uh, exploration, yes. with this uh, imagination. Uh, to get through all of this, um, shoulds, woulds, and coulds.
1: Yes. And I mean, I can, I can vote for it, Hollis because I'm really revealing myself. When I was a little girl, I was very withdrawn. I, I, I was sad, sadness. I carried sadness for years. <clears throat> so there was no play, you know, and now, You know, I will giggle at simple little stuff. I will look at the flower and, you know, my plants in the house and I would touch it or speak to them because I know there's an energy there. I didn't know that before. So the beauty of unveiling those things, people don't don't understand how much um, coming back to your innocence creates such happiness and peace. It really does.
0: Oh my gosh, the way you just said that, really in giggling at unveil at un- un- unveiling the beauty. Yes. God, that statement. I mean, everybody, yes. it's within every moment, it's all around us. Visuals, auditory, sensory, it's everything.
1: Everything. And that's when we start to look at nature in a whole different way. I, I think we 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 could begin to to feel the aliveness in life, you know, in nature, in rocks in trees, you know, or, or some people may not have that earthy thing, but they could see it in the cosmos, they could see the stars that everything is alive.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: And life becomes so beautiful, magical
0: at that point. Oh, my gosh. I'm gonna keep saying this everybody. I don't know how many times I've said it already That's it's really just it does here hold on I have a sound effect for this I want to give it I want to give the magic um the magic spell <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> it,
1: beautiful.
0: it just feels like that beautiful. okay so let's learn some more about you miss Radby so The second question is, how do you incorporate more creativity into your own life? (laughs) I, I am giggling. Okay. Because
1: it has nothing to do with the five senses. You've got to get back to that consciousness. This, you know, people talk about the sixth sense. Doesn't mean you have to be a psychic. You don't have to be a reader. It's about heart space your divine heart space. And um, I I, I lovingly said, I'm good at improvising. So improvising is another form of creativity. And I've always felt, oh, I love to improvise. Okay, tell me what we need and I can find something. So that's another form of creativity. And we may sit in that moment of meditation or silence with the heart open and something could come through some thought and thought, oh my god i've never thought of that before that's creativity so all of us have that opportunity to be creative creative creativity to me it's not a learned it's not something you've learned in school no, it's something
0: yeah. that comes through you. Yeah. So, okay, so you love nature. Um, from what I've gathered, you yes. have a deep appreciation for nature and your surroundings. Do you enjoy music? Do you enjoy traveling? Do you enjoy? What are some different ways that um, that you uh, engage and feel expressive.
1: You know, it's funny I'm laughing now because I commonly tell my husband, you know, I'm really a cheap date because you just take me on some, on some road, somewhere around here that I've never been before. And, 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 and and I'm (laughs) just into that place of, um, looking and, and, um, finding this beauty in these new things I haven't seen. So, you know, Hollis, I I take it now that I'm speaking, it's just a simple heart. If we just get back into the simple heart and it doesn't mean you're stupid. It means you don't let your mind or your mental intelligence take you over. Mm-hmm. simple heart. And I love to travel and I've gone to many places. And I've had many mystical experiences,
0: which is really, really fascinating. We well, have I- to share, you have to share something on that. Now, can't just leave <laughs> that out there. <laughs>
1: okay, All right. So, um, we went to, um, I went to, uh, oh, camp Camp, Camping, yeah, little play. And so my partner at the time came because he wants to go to a class about, about making herbs and, and so on. And so everybody's gone. And I just walked around. The, it's a small campground. Just want to look. You know, there are no houses to look at, so I'm going to look at the campsites. <laughs> and I went around a corner and there was a huge rock to speak to me and it was really light funny it was funny and it tells me what the rocks are here to do and how they serve and it told me you know go further back down dearie. i'm going to find a rock that's different i would go find a rock and i found the rock a small rock that was a different color from anything else so that's just one small item and
0: so wait a minute. I, I know I'm interrupting you and I apologize. But of course, no, 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 that's fine. Th- there was a um, all of a sudden it went that we couldn't hear you for a second. When you said the rock, I kind of oh. filled in and said that the rock kind of like you had a um, the rock spoke to you. Is that what you said? Yes. Yes. OK. OK. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. So the rock speaks to me <clears throat> and then, you know, go to Guatemala. Oh, my God, I love that place, because I'm very indigenous in my spirit. And uh, I wasn't feeling well, and I would just go up and look at the mountains, and they would talk to me. They would tell me it's not anything I ate. I'm just going through a cleansing. And they would tell me more things, and they would call me spirit woman. And I, you know, so I have those kind of experiences in different in different ways and 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 um going to peru and remembering a lifetime i had there which was very deep and uh there so, there's so many things that spirit guides me so it comes from that that spaciousness within and Even now, you know, I get little knowingness and that's creativity. Hmm. My tree speaks to me. And um, when our cat passed, it gave me information and I had to go download and I had to go write it down quickly before I forget. And and so um, those are some of the things that happen with me.
0: Thank you for sharing that. And I just want to, I want to give a little bit more clarity because I know that there's going to be people listening that are going to be like, what do you mean that the trees or the rocks speak to you? (laughs) So I just want to get from you from your, because I get it. I understand. But what, yeah, what is that? What is that giving a little bit more clarity? How does that translate to you? How is that done? Right.
1: Consciousness, which I call the divine or God, is the creator of all things. And the native Americans know about spirit, spirit in the trees, you know, I have that clear feeling. The trees have a spirit, the rocks have a spirit. What it means to me is that everything that here has an aliveness. Mm -hmm. An, An aliveness is very different from the human way of of, of seeing things, we are not any better or bigger than some of those things that we look at that we don't understand. We just think they don't have a, a, a consciousness in them, yeah. and so I'm I'm very respectful of all living things like that, and that to me is part of nature. So, I have a, a beautiful um, tree that I call Shiva Tree and and sometimes it it it, sometimes it talks to me Mm -hmm. so i live in i live you know in nature around nature with lots of nature so i'm very very grateful for that yeah yeah and the mountains the mountains everything i would really like the listeners to understand that everything in nature and everything around us it's an energy. It's an, has an energy. It does shows up different in, in, in we, us as human beings. And there's an aliveness in all things. Yeah. And
0: so, yeah. it really is that, um, I found for me that, uh, that inner peace
1: yes.
0: being in touch with that inner peace really, um, uh, leave space for that realization and recogni- recognition of the aliveness and the yes. moving at a slower pace and and appreciation and just really being, I guess it just boils down to being present.
1: That's beautiful, yes. And you know, when we get to that place, I really
0: um,
1: ask, you know, people to look at how much we can serve the collective. People are going through so much now. Yeah. So much is happening. Oh my heavens. And yeah. you know, I I can't do anything about it more than to to open my heart. I've got to let my heart and feel the compassion for people who are really suffering in in a very deep way. So um let's use our
0: inner peace
1: or feeling good to support
0: others i kind of feel like i have to stress though and i would love to hear your thoughts because i know for me being very empathic and very compassionate that there needs to be some kind of boundaries as well because you can get completely drained i have i can get completely drained by uh, leaving my heart so open. Um,
1: okay, well, here's the thing, because I've gone through those stages. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But when we stay in neutrality, Hollis, what do I mean by neutrality? Mm. That is a sense of beingness, presence. We're neither walking into the dark side, nor the light side. Our heart is wide open in neutrality. From there, sympathy no does not exist. Compassionate does. I Compassionate. love that. Hmm. Yes. And that's how I can handle it, Hollis. So I'm, that's how I can handle it. Um, the other night I got very unusual, very unusual. I went to bed crying because my, I, I could feel it and it wasn't, I was still in that neutrality because I didn't, I could not find anger or blame for anybody who's causing pain to other people. I couldn't find it. Hmm. So I was in that deepest compassion. And love, and i uh, that was that
0: was very uncomfortable I have to say so this is beautiful I, I mean everybody for listeners that are listening to the replay I mean if you are intrigued but yet confused or like what does that mean when we get to the end this is where Radby, of course is going to tell you how to connect with her um, but these are just such uh, this is this is true living <laughs> of what you're saying um, this is truly uh, being alive yes yeah and
1: yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm being called to say something more <clears throat> about what we really are, you know, all of us, all the listeners, every human being, everything. Um, because the book that I'm writing, as you know, Hollis, about it, mm-hmm. it's not, it's because, it's a book with messages to remind people that they are not wounded children. They are not um, believed. The belief self, the identification is not their name and their biological self or what they learned in school. Mm -hmm. Nothing is wrong with learning in school but how to organize, respecting the sacred temple, or body, but really knowing and believing that this is not What I am the sacred temple houses our soul and that divine essence they told me in the messages are divine sparks and all of you who are listening we we are one from the from the the everlasting love of 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 the divine the divine God. I like to use the word God, because mm-hmm. that's how I remembered it when I was four. So we're all from that infinite love, and mm. we're we're not. So when we suffer, what's happening is the mind and the experiences and the belief we have that's causing the suffering. Mm. We. We we are we are experiencing suffering. We are not the ones that is suffering. We are experiencing suffering, and and once we really start to realize, we may not know how to get there, how to be live as our divine self. But my heavens, I want you to know that you are that divine self. And if you,
0: yes. So do you have any kind of a morning routine? When I wake in the morning,
1: it's really so simple. I I, am so grateful for another day. And then I get out of bed and I go sit quietly by myself. And I look around and I said, and it's like a little prayer from my heart. And I I just give thanks for another day to express more love or to be a better person. And I would say many times, Father or God, use me in the way you would like to use me today. And I think that's a very beautiful thing because we're opening our heart to say the My mind is not in charge; something else is in charge. So that's Mm. that's what I do in the mornings, Mm. and at night, I, 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 I before I close my eyes, I said, you know, I give thanks for the day and maybe some little things that I may never may I could have overlooked that happened. Mm-hmm. i'll just give thanks for that it could be a nice smile from someone and that touches it warms the heart it does so we find things that warms our heart then there's a lot of stuff that warms the heart that we overlook if we yes. start yeah
0: yes it's we, we overlook a lot <laughs>
1: Yes, we do. The mind takes over.
0: (laughs) It does. It does. It truly does. It takes over. And like you said, which I really appreciate that word veiled. Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: You know, another word we could use is that there's a mask of identification that Mm -hmm. is covering the true nature of of who we are. Mm-hmm. And that and that's a message is that I got for the book. Oh my God, we are, you know, we are locked away and you know, they have different words for that and so we're and we are feeling the emotional pain of humanity while we are locked away. So anyway, um the 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 veils or the masks, <laughs> It's not who we are.
0: Yeah. Oh, so as we're getting to the top of the hour, which is crazy how it always goes this fast, um, the third and final question kind of wraps everything up and puts a nice little bow on it, which is why do you think creativity is important?
1: It takes us out of our mental state and more into the, you know, the inner world within, because the 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 language only expresses what has come up through creativity. It doesn't come from the mind. All oh, the mind is creating. Creativity comes from somewhere else, from the unknown. Mm-hmm. I call it. You know, life is a mystery. It unveils itself. And and Hollis, for you, you may find sometimes you're speaking, having a conversation and something comes through you that that bypasses the mind. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure that has happened with you, too. And so that is, again, something coming, birth, being birthed that was never birthed before through you. That's mm-hmm. another
0: form of creativity. Expressive. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's being open. It's when where there's such a difference when you're caught in that head space and the heart space. So is everything that we're talking about what in the terms that um, I can speak very clearly on is when you are, when you're stuck in your head, that's where um, I say the gripping happens where the tightness where we're things aren't coming through that's when we're like oh my god i'm so confused i don't know what's happening i can't i can't think i can't think there's uh frustration panic or just different lower vibration feelings that often happen with that or it can be kind of a neutral of like i have no idea i can't (laughs) i can't think of anything
1: i like that word yeah
0: it's a clenching oh yeah yeah it's like that physical clenching but when you're actually like in this heart space of being more open and being in whatever action form of expression that it is, whether you're speaking, whether you're creating something through music, visual arts, cooking, your through science, business, whatever it is, you're, you're, you're coming from that heart space, then there's that openness, which allows the flow and you're not fighting upstream, you're allowing. And that's when these things come in and they're they're birthed. You're like, whoa. Sometimes we're really aware of it and sometimes we're not. Um, We're not so aware that we're like, oh my God, did you realize that? But we just allowed. Yes,
1: it is funny you talk about cooking. I commonly say I channel food because I go in the kitchen and I know I don't want to do one thing and I don't know how I'm going to do. It's like I'm hearing what other things like I'm channeling, you know, the creativity comes through like that, too. That's mm-hmm. a creative way of getting a feeling, getting a knowing or some ideas that comes. It's it's pretty, it's it's a, it's a great way to live,
0: don't you think, Hollis? It, it's, it really is when you can really let go, you know, yeah. uh, let go and let flow um yeah. but just truly be in that space where it feels so much better for me i can say it feels so much better on my nervous system mm-hmm. uh, cuz i'm not i'm not overthinking i'm not stuck in that kind of um how 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 space yes uh,
1: That's but right.
0: it it's that allowing space and that present space and I really love how you brought up that space of neutrality. I'm really going to think of that more. Thank you for that awareness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We were literally driving. Um, It was my, my husband was driving. I was in the passenger seat. My daughter was in the back. And yesterday I just, there was a groundhog that was hit by a car in front of us. And it wasn't, it was still alive and it was struggling. And I was just like, Oh my God. Like, I I just, I wanted to be sick. Like Mm -hmm. we drove, we drove around it and I'm like, Oh my God, Oh my God. Oh my God. And my daughter's like, what happened? What happened? What happened? I'm like, my body hurts. (laughs) I'm like, Mm. what, what do we do? What, What do we do? What do we do? And even like that feeling it feeling something to that intensity. And I know everybody that life happens and we do feel things and emotions are good to feel, but in that case, it felt really horrible. And I kind of kept feeling it throughout the day. Well, you know, they are also in the energy field that we are, that's what it is. You
1: know, we are feeling the consciousness in them. That is in us too. Yeah. There's a real connection.
0: Yeah. Yes. So not to be a downer on that. So, but here we go. As we are already at the top of the hour, which is like I said, crazy. Can you please tell everybody how they can connect with you? Sure.
1: Um, I don't know if my, oh, oh, this is a talk thing. So my website is really
0: simple. Can they see my, my name, Hollis? Do they please? I'm going to put everything in the show notes, um, oh, okay. w- when it's, it's uploaded. Right. So, yeah.
1: Okay. So on my website, net, I offer a complimentary 20 minutes, anybody. I'm not about trying to get you to work. I'm, I'm very devoted to helping people. You find that I can be assistance to you further. I am available for that. And in addition to that, I have on my website a free, um, what do I call it? A free thing. It's an, at the head of it, you'll, it it's in a, a color, free. But I'm offering uh, a meditation. Uh, it's, it's a long thing. Maybe it's about 15 minutes long. I'm, one part is I, it's a video. A zoom, a video, and the next part is is a meditation because it's explaining where in in our in our um, chakras, the first three lower chakras, how many of us are trapped together. Because that's the beginning of um our the beginning of our conditioning, and talked about the importance of clearing it, and then I help you to clear it. So
0: that's a really nice gift. That's an incredible gift.
1: A major big gift.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's very generous. So is that the main space that you're, that people should connect with you through, through your website or um, are yes, there socials?
1: Because, yes. On my
0: website,
1: um, wow. you know, they'll see where they can have the 20 minute complimentary. And then they'll see that. And I'm also on LinkedIn. If, you know, or on Facebook.
0: Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. So before we say our goodbyes, is there anything, anything else that's top of mind for you, or something you feel like you want to say? I, I want to say that, you know,
1: we're we're not here to continue suffering. We're here to learn, grow, and evolve. And believe me, if I did it, trust me, you can too. And I hold a space to support you because I've stopped judging people for it. So please don't judge yourself. Mm -hmm. It's just conditioning that's causing you stuck. So um, be good to yourself and know that, you are part of the divine.
0: You're just never alone. So, yeah. I love that. And here's some sound effects for the cheering section that's coming for, for you and from you for everywhere. Yes. <laughs> Please remember everybody that you have a cheering section. <laughs> so really re- lovely. <laughs> So, Radvi, thank you so much for spending this hour with us, really appreciate you. It
1: was wonderful
0: to hang out with you and your listeners. So, thank you, thank you. And those here with us live and those catching the replay, we know that you could be doing anything with your hour and we so appreciate you spending it with us. This space is all about connecting, inspiring each other and sharing stories. I believe we've always needed this, but I think we need it now more than ever, more than ever. So please like, follow, share all of that good stuff. So we can really spread the word out to people to be able to uplift and create more connections and have people know that they are not alone. So that being said, wherever you are listening from, I wish you a good morning, a good afternoon, and a good evening and look forward to speaking again soon. So goodbye everybody. Bye. Feeling inspired? Let's just get rid of this, throw away this whole perfectionism thing, this whole concept that we have to know how to do everything. You know what? You don't. (laughs) Let's just do things and try things and realize what we like and what we don't like. It's all part of the process. The self-awareness feels so good. You feel more connection to yourself connection to others and huh be a happier more joyful person just imagine that so you are where you are in the process so you can dip your toe in the water to try new things at a slower pace or you can dive right in here at i am creative and express yourself publishing we meet you where you are so there are so many ways to check us out explore our experiential kits they have everything in them that you need to try new things you don't have to buy anything else but this kit and just explore there's creative shui, which is seven elements to join happiness through the publishing house express yourself publishing multi-author books coffee books solo book opportunities it is all about expression all about it and it's again just trying these things and realizing what you're good at don't all of a sudden think that you only fit into one box because we don't we are not made for boxes there is also my tv show i am creative check it out the links are all in the body of this podcast you can just click the link and you know what don't say oh maybe i'll check it out tomorrow life's too short just click it see what it's about there is honestly no judgment. It's all about exploring the possibilities, expressing yourself, and expanding your thinking. I will give you the website, which is I am creative philly.com, So I am creative philly p-h-i-l-l-y.com. And just remember that you are an expressive being, so own it. I am looking forward to hearing your story because we all have one.